Yeah, I want to say one thing off the bat. People that record DIY bands only fucking want to record the fucking tones that they want to listen to, but they don't realize that their fucking bullshit can't possibly record at the same quality that other motherfucking actual studios can. So you got a basement or you got a garage, motherfucker. Or like or a garage or band, a studio or a garage band, I'm, or like a studio to a garage are two fucking different things. If you can't figure out the fucking two, you're a fucking idiot. I mean, I don't disagree. We're we're coming right off right out of the gate with the hot takes. Uh, Josh is here. Uh, the school we were talking about the school drugs EP and how he did it on Garage Band and like you know that's a big no no for a lot of people. I didn't know I, I walked in blind. I, I walked in when you guys were talking. She just came, she just came in that, mad. Really, that is kind of cool though. I respect that's it. That's actually awesome to me that you're treating it that fucking like you're doing it the way that's easier for y'all to record it, but you're also doing it in an old school way. It is the modern day four track is GarageBand, and not Logic or Pro Tools. Yeah, I mean you can you can like. You can fucking download and pirate like all that shit. Like I think I I think I have Logic, but it was just it's just GarageBand makes more sense and it's set up in a way to to make sense to somebody that's just like oh I want to fucking record a bunch of stuff like right now. Yeah. Like the the like the UI just is it's Mac. So Apple yeah. is like you know for the the easy it's the easiest thing to digest and it's super accessible and user friendly. So. I downloaded Logic 9 and um, the Waves Platinum Bundle with the iKey and all that bullshit literally, like, maybe a year before I joined uh, Best of the Worst with you, Joe, and fucking, like, it took me a year to figure out what the fuck I was doing. It's hard, man. You gotta watch, like, hours of YouTube tutorials by, like, some Dutch guy. I was unemployed and going to college. <laughs> I was pretty good. And then there's a new one in, like, a year or two. It's just, the le- there's a learning curve, and I don't have patience for anything. Well, it's funny. So. Mark and I both use the same format. We both use Logic 9 and the Waves Platinum Bundle that we both probably pirated off the same asshole. Yeah. You know, and both of us end up, and Mark, trust me, Mark's way better at bullshit than you I am. that shit for me. Yeah. But like, uh, I have it if you want it. But um, Mark has all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. we both use like the same crap. But like, and that's a very good point to be like, okay, it's not what you have, it's what you could do with it. Yeah. Because I'm sure Mark could turn that shit around. Like, oh, Mark, our roommate downstairs who's an engineering fucking uh, protege genius and does not know how to fuck up. Um, it's not the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean. That's not it. Dude, there's... All right, so you no, know... No, that's a pretty good <laughs> it's, analogy. It's there's like a penis thing. I don't know. You yeah. said it. There's... Um, all right, it's, so... It's, <laughs> the, it's the equivalent of like, it's not how big it is, it's how you use it. That's yeah. the idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the motion of the ocean thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's that makes sense. There's um there's this Red Bull interview. They're interviewing Mad Lib about like, tell us how you make your beats. And it's just like, you know, self-masturbatory, like people like that are how fucking gearheads. This is probably like six years ago. I was going to say, like Mad Lib hasn't put... Any, dude, I love that dude, but like, yeah, like no it, you're is. telling me there's doing fucking Mad Lib no, right now. No. I'm gonna jump on that. But like, and that's part of his. One, he's one of my favorite. Like, uh, he's one of my favorite fucking hip hop producers. Him too. Oh. And if it wasn't for Mad Lib, half of these cats nowadays and half this fucking sound that's out wouldn't be there. Yeah, he is the modern renaissance of the boom bap. Definitely important. So they're they're interviewing like, oh, how do you get your sounds? And he's like, oh no, they were like, what interfaces and what software to use? And they were like, it's it's. He said, it's not about that, man. It's just about the sounds you get and the music you make. Like, I made this whole record on, like, a $20 handheld recorder and just, like, a condenser mic and he live drums and he just played it all in. Like, yeah, that's all that... R- that there was, was, like, a, the there was like, a YouTube video about a kid shit. 
There's like a YouTube video about a dude recently that I, I saw. I didn't watch the fucking video. It was just like, oh, like this guy records beats for Kendrick Lamar on his iPhone. Like he has access to the guitar studios. player. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. He has like a band and you he saw the video out. too? I, I mean, I didn't. I watched like maybe a minute of it, but I got the gist of like, yo, you can record shit on your iPhone. How and fucking cool is that? Good. 2017, it's baby. It's fine. Yeah. Like 2018, Wait, baby. More than fine. That is the most liberating thing as a musician I've seen ever. Maybe not ever. But, like, seriously, seeing people that are recording million-dollar albums on a fucking focus right bullshit meant for fucking YouTube interface for an iPhone. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not super up on, like, the whole, like, SoundCloud, like, rap thing that has been... It's big. I know it's huge. It's I, like the new punk rock man. My, my friend, my friend. Yeah, was, but just like punk rock, most of them suck. Yeah, but just like, like craft beer. No, they, but like exactly like Joe just said, like it, it's exactly that. It's like, yo, I made all of this shit in my room at my mom's house. I'm 16 years old and I'm selling out Starland. Yep. And it's like, oh, sick. I'm 16 and I have a room in my mom's house and a laptop computer. That's all you need. Oh, cool. I'm gonna go make a bunch of beats and then put it on SoundCloud and then. Tomorrow I'm fucking post Malone or whatever. Yeah, you need. I, a I do like that one post Malone song. Though. Yeah, what I was saying, he's got some, he's got some pretty okay ones. He's not. Yo, even congratulations like, is my jam. I gotta check that. I out. fuck with that. It's like he, the I don't know. It was like the big one that he had. He's not even. I would consider him like the older generation too. Like there's a new there's like new shit in the past yeah. year. Like everyone that has like pink dreadlocks and has like that pop flashy cartoon art. Like, How old is the old well, generation? Post Malone's like probably mid twenties. Like there's like all the new shit now. Like wait, 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 Uzi like, Vert. Excuse my ignorance. I'm not trying to sound dumb. What do you mean by post twenties? Like he's twenty eight? No, he's mid, he's in his mid twenties. He's probably like twenty three. Yeah, uh, I'm not talking yeah, about yeah. age. What do you mean by post twenty? No, post Malone, that. dude. Post Malone's the guy. That's the guy. I thought you said. Oh my bad. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah I, I'm old. Yeah. Do you get the fucking program, dude? The SoundCloud, sh- that SoundCloud shit is really big, it, but like, I impress my students that I know like the song Gucci Gang. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I know that that song. Me and my friend counted how many times they say Gucci Gang. They say it 47 times in the song. And they're like, wow, Mr. S, you're really fucking cool. I think I only know that song because like, like you have a Aaron lot of fucking po- time at home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's what teachers do. Yeah, just sitting. I must be cool. One Gucci Gang, two Gucci Gang, three Gucci <laughs> Gang. Oh shit! Yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see that. I think there's still lanes for you know well-produced music, and you know like the punk laptop shit. And yeah, then... certainly. But like shit, like the the whole SoundCloud thing takes the like mystique out of it. The like, yo, you got to be in like a studio. Like you got to get in there. You got it's a multi-million-dollar production. Like yeah, I I downloaded this program for ten dollars <laughs> off of wait, the wait, app wait. store. Wait, wait, wait. Question though, know? was yeah. that was that hip hop? quoting hip-hop to society or was that society no i don't know man i think that was society quoting what hip-hop society wanted hip-hop to be i think i think it's both because like you you make a product and to and and people equate like how much something cost with how good it is sure so if you can go on and say like yo i played a fucking you know this guitar I played on this record cost seventeen grand. Like, oh, it must sound really good. Like, oh, this record cost, you know, fucking us twenty grand to make. Dude, that guy on the Kendrick Lamar album, in every article I read about him, it made sure to say he's playing on that Rickenbacker specifically. Yeah, sure. And like, Rickenbacker yeah. is known as a fucking higher end instrument. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, All dope. that stuff is is being like 
is kind of like pushing the idea that this is a uh, a more worthwhile commodity because it cost more. Yeah, a lot. So, so to sort of like say anything like, and especially like giving shit away for free, is like devalues it but like but now it's like moving away from that it's changing the fucking game a lot of those like early 2000s hip-hop guys are turned on their fucking heads now they have no idea what to do no they can't because half the time dude it's it doesn't even have to do with like chops or like flow or rap i mean flow is still important but it doesn't you don't have to be the best rapper now to be the most famous rapper and that was kind of always the case but now you have like kids like just singing about their lifestyle and like it's a whole aesthetic to it now and there's a lot of people that are like they're like oh like all this new mumble rap shit like that's all like it's all bullshit rap it's all but those are like the same people that are like Yo, Marvel and DC comics like are bullshit. They haven't been good since <laughs> since the '60s, and it's the same people that are like, "Oh, I only read whatever. Like, yeah, I only read like these deep underground. I only yeah. fucking like it's, just, it's that thing. It's You're every every piece of media has that. Like, yeah, you know. Um, so people people are gonna like what they like, and some people aren't willing to take new things in because they're like, no, it's just it was just better back then because there's like oh, no- yeah, like nostalgia it's a, oh, attached it's a fad. to it. It's like, yeah, Sugar Hill Gang was supposed to be a fad too and it yeah. led to an entire genre of music. Does your band put out cassette tapes? Of course. We put out, <laughs> we put out a cassette. We put out, we put out a cassette because cause I know that everyone's going to fucking download it off the internet and not listen to it in their like 96 Honda Accord. It's yeah. collectible. You know? Well, no, it's just like, it's like, oh, you. You, you like the band, you like what we're doing enough to want to support us monetarily. Okay, cool. Here's a thing to have because you want to support us monetarily but you know if that's not a an easy format for you to listen to it you can download it for free yeah it's kind of like like jeff rosenstock for a long time was like no don't we don't bond the music industry doesn't make merch we don't make merch we don't do that stuff until people are like yeah we want merch. high demand for we merch. like we <laughs> want to give you fucking money take it asshole. <laughs> please take our money so that you can give us shit and then it's kind of like oh fuck if that's what you want all yeah. right and he's still putting out records for free now. The new, the new yeah, like is on polyvinyl, and exactly. he still released it for, for free. For a while, he didn't want to like like put out records, and the people were like, "No, we want fucking <laughs> records. I want this on marble splatter, clear picture disc, see through RSD, 2017." Yeah, vinyl. it's funny, man. It's funny how that shit changes. So, what's the real difference between Odd Feature and Jeff Rosenstock? Uh, I don't think Jeff Rosenstock is is homophobic. Other than other than we're I'm only speaking of ideas of how mainstream underground can compare to our version of underground. Is there a real difference at all anymore? Uh, well, I mean, the regardless of what they say, the Odd Future thing is like an interesting thing too because Logic, they, the weekend. Well, I mean, like they tried to to kind of like bridge the gap a little bit between them and like hardcore by being like yo trash talk is sick yeah (laughs) they were like skater kids yeah and i'm like that's cool whatever yeah but then at that point is it a marketable aesthetic that capitalizes on that in the same way that fucking cky did back in the day i think they did their shit and i think labels were like we can make money and they figured out ways to work with them but that's very fair more than it ever was back in the day especially considering who they are their background, where they fucking come from, it's completely fucking marketable. And th- yeah, and I think Odd Future kept their vi- their vision, and it was a good change of pace for rap. Like, dude, I oh yeah, no, I, I can't think, listen I to I, so too. I can't listen to conscious hip hop anymore because it's just like, all right, everybody, put your peace signs up, and we can make a change. Oh if no, you dude, want. there's a lot and of just, cats that are still fucking 
Oh, you got to have like a cutting tongue. Like it can't, I don't know. A lot Roots of it's just like, I'm, not gonna act, I'm also not going to act like I don't like Odd Future. Or like I don't think that Goblin was a good record. Yeah. I thought that record was fucking tight. Yeah. They're still know? doing cool shit. Tyler's new record's pretty good too, actually. Like some, some tracks on it. There's, really. there's, you know, whatever. Like there's the other side that like, there's plenty of things that he says that I'm like, yeah, that's, that's not particularly okay. Yeah. Um, but then again, there's also a side of me that's like, I do not come from the same culture as you, so what is not acceptable in my circle might be more acceptable in your circle, and you like your culture has not gotten to this like high ideology it's, of like being against saying certain words and things like that. Yeah, but, I mean, if you think about hip hop community, it's like pretty. I mean, especially more like 15 years ago, but they would say a lot of homophobic slurs. Oh, sure, like, you know. And I think it's funny because, like, this is a question that we were talking about the other day. Like, can he say it if he might be gay? Can he still say it in a negative light if he hasn't outed himself? That's on him. Yeah. And and frankly, it's none of anyone's business. That's on him. Yeah. Well, people get upset about it. So it's like. That's their fucking problem. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, so like, the other day I was at work and we had a uh, rap showcase. And the. Where do you work? Give us some context. Yeah, House, yeah. House of Independence. Asbury Park, House of Independence. If you're ever there, Josh is probably helping make the show happen. I, I typically do lights. Um, <laughs> nice. It's true. It's like I like your lights. That's cool like gig. the thing that I fell into doing is lighting. That's fun, though. Um, that's cool. No, it's great. It's not a, never a thing that I was like, yo, that's what I want to do. I'm going to like do that. Um, that makes the show in a lot of ways. Yeah, it, it it the show can totally suck because like the dude that does lights is sucking. Totally. Yeah. Plenty, Especially but in as big of a venue as bigger as the venue, the more run, it matters. Man. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, totally. You're in a fucking theater. Yeah, it's shit. it's 500 cap, so it's it's like you know mid size, uh, and has like really good lighting rig and and setup. But so a guy was like on stage, and he he started his it was like a showcase thing. Uh, he started his set by using uh a certain homophobic slur and i was like yeah that's sick you want to come into asbury park and talk that shit enjoy the rainbow light display that i provide at no extra charge for you <laughs> for the entire fucking seven minutes oh, that you good. have ass wipe fantastic was it a rap guy yeah it was like some dude that probably had every single necro record on vinyl <laughs> yeah yeah especially like that's a very pride heavy yeah, yeah. Whatever, I just, yeah. I thought, and like, there was a bunch of people, like, as soon as it happened upstairs that were like, boo. Yeah. That like weren't into it. And I was like, yeah. Wait, fuck seven that. minutes. It was, it was like, like a an showcase. Open mic kind of thing? Kind uh, of. It's like a, sh- it's a showcase. Oh, showcase, technically. So they, 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 they curate. Somebody <laughs> curates. Showcase your bigotry. Kind of. Asbury Park. I mean, you know, whatever. I guess it is like, yo, it's like, yo, you got seven minutes. Like, get up there and spit. Make an you impression. Do whatever you do. Like, yeah, yeah. But the dude's. The dude had, like, his whole, like, shtick was just the, like, you know, fucking 97 Eminem thing. Oh, oh. You know, like, I'm an angry white guy. Yeah. Uh-oh. Trouble passed, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Let it go. But Eminem can't even do Eminem anymore, so no one else should be either. No. I, uh, it's so, so I, I took my protest in the only way that I could. That's a good, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Just pink triangles, just blasting on his floor. Fuck! I didn't use pink triangles. <laughs> oh, you I have, have that. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I just made I just Only made the movers triangles. point straight down and like move in tiny circles and flip through all of the colors. <laughs> but fuck! I have pink triangles. Damn it! Oh shit! 
All right, so what about what happened at the show last week? Um, just just for listeners out there, you're listening to the Choke Artist Podcast, and I, your host, I said something quite problematic at a show a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> that has been quite the debate in our circle of friends. And I, I want to apologize to all of our listeners who look up to me as a virtuous man. Uh, I make mistakes, Cut too. Cut my laughing out. I'm human. <laughs> Uh, it was yeah. the moment where you were like, yo, the first screwdriver record. <laughs> yo, but the first screwdriver record? It was in front of yo, a crowd side of note, skins. Side note about the first screwdriver record. Not good, never has been good, is a weak fucking example of any form of music, period, done. Okay. People I'm like glad to be, you had to point that out. Well, yo, people, people are people like, well, but the music. Yo, all the good. fucking time. People are <laughs> oh frequently God. like, yo, the really? first screwdriver record though is okay. Like the first screwdriver, that was before they were racist. Who the fuck it's said like, yeah, that, but it, I guess it was before they were good. Yeah. I don't listen to a lot of screwdrivers, so I can't really compare the latter to the former. But I've listened to the the first record enough because people were like, yo, it's good to be like. No, nah, it's not. It's this not. sucks. <laughs> yeah. This isn't good. You just like it because it's fucking edgy. <laughs> yeah. Hot takes. All right, so yeah, that kind of sets it up. We were playing a, a skinhead. <laughs> it was like a punk skinhead always show, right? Who was playing? We, we played a show with the Hub City Stompers, and they're awesome. Good friends of ours. I like Hub City. Yeah, exactly. Yo, Mass great. Appeal was a tight record. Dude, yeah. They're, they're, they're Everything always, they do is fucking great. Always fantastic dude. live. Our band Thirsty Guys played. Um, so Hub City draws like a crowd that wouldn't be a crowd for the band Thirsty Guys, which is like a punk ska, maybe skate punk band. Dude, best. going to Hub City shows it, like when I was younger was horrifying. Yeah. Because yeah. those dudes were like, you know, when you're like fucking 14 and it's like all a bunch of like big, like tough, angry fucking skinheads. Yeah. And you're And you're trying to do the dork dance. And everyone else is just like slamming people, and you're like, "Oh fuck, dude, I'm 30, and it's still intimidating sometimes." Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I always have good times, especially watching them. And like, no one has ever given me a shitty vibe unless it was warranted. No, 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 no. Yeah, and I think, I think this show, I, I upset at least one person because, uh, it's, so I sing in this band. I'm not used to being a frontman at all. So, in between a song, I oh wait, was, uh, oh wait, wait, this wasn't best of the worst. No. no. This was your band. Oh, you're in this band called Thirsty, Thirsty Guys. Guys. Yeah. This is the band we started. Me, Jay, Cheech, and Dreads plays drums. And, uh, I don't know who Dreads is. He's a, he doesn't even have Dreads anymore, but he did for that's, a while. That's misleading. <laughs> we can call him Shaves. Yeah, that's actually No, it's kind of funny. It's like a large guy named or, Tiny. He's got yeah, sideburns. Like, can we call him Burns? Too. We can. We can yeah. call him Burns. So, I'm into it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a front man in this band. And, you know, it's what I expected. There's about 60 people there at the bar. There's about maybe seven people watching us. It? At the Clash Bar in Clifton. Oh, okay. It's a cool spot. Cool. Yeah. Um... So I say something in between a song like, just so you guys know, like people were clapping and shit. I didn't think the crowd had really hated us. But at one point I said, just so you guys know, because Cheech told me this before our set, just so everyone knows, <laughs> Papa John is no longer the CEO of Papa John's Pizza. That greasy Italian guinea fuck piece of shit. <laughs> it got laughs. It got laughs. I, I, like, I love that like Italian racial slurs are totally cool because they're fucking hilarious. Dude, right? That, well, that's what I thought. And I was like, but you're, look, all, but you're Italian. That's what I said. I was like, look, it's okay. I'm Italian. Like, Heir to the Tom's River La Scala fortune. That's right, baby. <laughs> you do know about that place, right? I mean, there's probably a fucking... 3,000 La Scala bakeries in the tri-state area. It, it's a bakery? But there's a bakery in yeah. Tom's River next to the comic book store that I used to go to uh, called La Scala's. And I was always like, oh, I wonder if like 
Joe's family were probably owns like this. third cousins or something. Oh, I'm sure. Dude, all, you, Annie, all you fucking you remember people are Annie like, Yellow? <laughs> I mean, we all like have sex with yeah. our cousins. So. Annie Yellow's fucking Red Moon. There's a Red Moon in Howell. There's a Red Moon in Lakewood. There's like another Red Moon somewhere else within like a five mile radius, and they're all the same family. None of them admit they all are family though. When they're That's at the hilarious. Restaurant. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> my moons. You got my full moons, disclaimer. Full I'm half Italian. Italian. So okay, so okay. You're okay too. Sicilian at that. I I, nice. I, I was adopted. I'm half. Sicilian, yeah. I am South Korean. My last name is Weber. I was adopted into a very large Italian American family. So you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna quote this on this. You kind of, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. So, you're right. Italian by so, default. Yeah, by all, default, you man. Got, I, I, and my Italian family said, if anything, I could say, and I've said this to you before. My Italian family, if anything, you could say it as maybe classist, because we all we said fucking Guinea to make fun of the bougie ass motherfuckers. I heard it all the time growing yeah, up. Guinea I never tea. Yeah, yeah, Guinea yeah. tea. Wife beater. That's, That's like, the most well. Wife beaters. Wife beater has nothing to do ever. with Italians. If you call it a wife beater speaking on Italians, you say Italians be wives. Wife beater is one of those words that should probably be just. Yeah, yeah, that's one of those things people away. say and never actually stop and think about. And if you stop yeah. and think about it for more than 30 seconds, you're like, oh, God, I should probably shit, not say that's that. fucked up. So, so after the thirsty guy said, after I said my thing about Papa John's, a uh, guy goes up to Jay and just said, hey, I didn't like what your singer said about Italian people. And Jay just kind of laughs, like awkwardly, like not sure, like really what the, he's like, yeah, you know. What's Jay's last name? Salvaggio. Yeah, also another <laughs> Italian guy. And then the guy oh, says, "Fucking Dago Wops." <laughs> oh, dude, that's oh, it. We're getting it. they're coming for us. And then the guy says, "I mean it. Us Italians got to stick together." So that's Jay. So then that's Jay, a dude that owns every season of The Sopranos on DVD. He's yo, still probably. waiting for the Blu-ray box set to come out. And I think he was a skinhead too, and I think he just got upset. Did he? Him. Did he have hair? I didn't see the guy. Did he have a bomber jacket? I did he have gents? any of the typical skinhead attire? <laughs> I mean, ninety percent of the show did, so I'm gonna assume that yeah, it, was, it most likely was. Especially because he he was like kind of at the end of the night. Someone else told me like, yo, I think that guy's talking about you again. So I never actually talked to the guy throughout the whole night. As soon as Jay told me it happened, I put my hood up and just kind of hung out in the corner for the whole night. There's three perspectives on this night. There's what Jay said happened, what you said happened, and what I saw happen. Because, frankly, Dreads was too fucking drunk. Yeah. And at the end of the night, I'm having a great night. I got some fucking tacos. I'm fucking hanging out. I had yeah. a drink or two. Fucking, at the end of the night, I end up watching Hub City, and all you're like, we have to leave now. We have to go. Wait, seriously? Now, yeah. Kind and of. I, you had to jet because the Italian skinheads yo, were going to no, no, fuck Josh, you up. This is the same. This is the same scenario that happened when in fucking we crashed in Orlando one watch night. Watch out, they wear the red, white, and green laces. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, in Orlando and it's one spaghetti, night, spaghetti laces. <laughs> Best of the worst crashes and fucking I wake up having one of the best nights on sleep on tour I've ever had in my fucking life. Everyone else is like, Cheech, we gotta go. We gotta go fucking now. Wait, and when where we were get you staying, you were playing in Clifton. No, Orlando. This is this, oh. is, this is a, this is a different ago. story where this we is... jet out of a house quickly. Yeah. Oh this, wait. The only on. other time this has ever happened to me. I need a timeline. So this this is not the same show as the Clash Bar. This is like three years ago. Three yeah. years ago. Three years ago. And when Were you best... run out of the Clash Bar, though, because of the Italian skinheads? I didn't run out. Look, I would have talked to the guy. I've also never heard that term. Italian skinheads. It was a weird <laughs> show, dude. The second band had a song that was just a, Violence is the answer! And I look around the room, there's 
fucking 40 skinheads, a bunch of dudes in leather jackets just cheering, violence, dude, violence, dude. Well, their, their well, album was called, we're going to make Oi Great Again. Make Oi Great Again, their album was called, dude. So it was like working class Oh, kids. oh, that was, uh, what was the fucking What's band? What's the name of the band that we're talking shit on? I'm not talking shit about them because I thought they I were am. actually pretty cool. Please don't fuck Yeah, because violence is the answer. Dude. No, I mean, look, it's always skinhead punk. Like, it's going to do what it's going to do. It was fun. It was a fun show. Cockney rejects are bust. We upset dude, some people. Blitz is sweet. I fuck with Blitz. Uh, yeah, I'll give Blitz that. No, dude, no, Jay and I were talking about it. There's that maybe song, New five... Age, is like unfucking believable. Well, wait, good. you are the dude that I can have a conversation about this with. Five boy bands. Give me five. Does Coxbar count? Because Coxbar yeah, is absolutely. the first. Fuck Coxbar yeah. is Coxbar the first is the four, four slots. Because <laughs> Coxbar is <laughs> fucking amazing. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not like the world's biggest oi guy. I like lower class brats. Is that oi or is that just like street punk? Uh, There's like a, a crossover. A, a little bit of column B. There's a crossover. Okay. Um, fucking, I like remember, yeah, remember when we were on tour and, and lower class brats were playing in the other room? I left our show to go yeah, watch them. Yeah, we saw them. Peter and the Test Two Babies. Yeah. yeah that's oi. I'll fuck with Peter and the Test Two Babies. Yeah, fuck fun. yeah, dude. That was yeah. Reggie's, right? Yeah, yeah, Chicago. Dude, I was watching Shameless the other day and uh, and like so, so the fucking one character texts the fucking girl who's the main character whose name I forgot after watching it for eight consecutive fucking seasons. Fiona. Text fucking guy, text Fiona, and he's like, hey, come see my band tonight. We're at Reggie's. And I was like, go off, I played, I know that place. Yeah. I know that place. I didn't oh, yeah. buy the Phantom Menace soundtrack there, and yeah. I still regret that. They had a record store upstairs, right? It's one of my yeah. favorite. Va- and it, a comedy be show before the show started. There was the comedy show. That was yeah. like sponsored by Doug Stanhope, like, but he wasn't on but the tour. But he wasn't there. It was there. just like three of his guys, like, and they just set up on this weird tour. You were very <laughs> bummed out, I remember, I as I liked one. You liked one of the I liked dudes, one of the comedians. And you watched the set, and you were like, yeah, let's just play. It was something. a weird room. His set had like he got like a two out of ten, maybe. Yeah, he, it Ew, wasn't no, because uh, no, you're right. When we were, I was watching like two of the three sets, and like it was definitely not people that were going there. There were people there that wanted to grab a drink and maybe like get off of work. Maybe I yeah, think that's when that me and Liz comedy and maybe Jay quested for Chicago. Deep dish. Yeah, deep yeah. Dish. yes. So Josh, Josh, also for context, he came on tour with the best of the worst and filled in on bass. So that's why we have like tour stories too. So from one single tour, yeah. If you if you want to play bass at best of the worst, you just gotta learn about like seventy percent of the music. <laughs> I didn't go on the last one, so it's the last tour I went on was the one with you. Really? Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? What were you doing? Work. Yeah, uh, you were. He was gonna come, and then like two or three weeks before, it was like. So wait, just did and you, now I'm did stuck you here forever. One one guitar. Yeah, fuck it. It can't up. be an official ska band without. We need at least seven people. And one of them be no, no, be wait, wait. Stiffy is way more ska than me. What the fuck are you guys talking about? I'm the yo, honestly, like, I seriously look at it like this none of us are ska dudes at all, but Stiffy. That's it. And che- I mean that as a compliment. Checker, he has a checkerboard tattoo, so I mean, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, pretty that's true. All right, so look, I don't, I don't think I was gonna get my ass kicked at, at the show going back to when I said the things about the Italian bar. people. Twirled, um, maybe. I would have talked to the guy in the beginning of the night, but I never came across him. And then at the end of the night, I figured he was much more drunk and would have been a little harder to talk to. I'll repeat what I told you. So as soon as I, I heard you, at the end of the night that he was heated, I was like, all right, maybe we should just go instead dude, of dealing with I'll repeat what I told you the other night. She thinks I wasn't wrong thing, at all. You kind of, but didn't. You kind of race baited a white dude to admit <laughs> how prejudiced he doesn't realize he is. So well, as how a so? minority Elabor- in a room like that, 
Yeah. I look at that as when you can, when a dude like you can look at me and say straight to my face, yeah, I had an issue about this. And this dude came at me being the person that you are. And that dude says that shit. I immediately know in that room who I do not want to be near, who I should stay away from. You, I like part of, yeah, but how does and, he not know that you're one of his people? You're like one of the greasiest looking motherfuckers I, I ever seen. Yeah, my nose is gigantic. I don't well, know. I, you well, fucking well, sweat can, olive oil. And that's the thing. <laughs> I and you, with the context of what we have, know Joe enough to where we never have to even... We laugh at this. But like other people in that room, the fact that somebody had to go up to him and say that, that is awkward enough in my eyes to where I'm like... Yo, what do we have a fucking like Sicilian travel ban right now? Yeah, I mean, what the Ita- fuck it's, is going it's on? weird because Italian people aren't really oppressed anymore, unless they think they're oppressed because in the '90s they owned certain parts New of York, South Philly, right? Like, certain parts of South Philly, and like there, a- there absolutely was a time when it was like no Italians. Yeah, and like the like, fucking '40s and '50s. Yeah, or my, whatever. my one of my friends uh, found on like the deed to his house, there was a clause, and amongst Irish people. There was a, there was like, it was like no, like no blacks, no Irish people, no Italians can own a house like on this street. This was like the fifties that his house was built. Yeah. Um, and, and whatever, like he just found that one day and was like, ah, that's not true because we're Irish. Yeah. It's weird. You know? So there definitely was it, like a certain time when, when yeah when they immigrated to the country yeah sure that's why but, like I mean, a lot of North Jersey was wait was, wait was that was it a family house not I'm not even trying to sound weird at all just from the context of what I've seen in my past you just yeah, said he yeah, it was, was like, Irish no no he, I mean he is he is Irish he lives there in the year 2018 but when the house was built in 2000 you know or 2000 1950 or whatever year it was it was like. Yeah, all these it, like things that they didn't the 50s, want, like these people yeah. they didn't yeah. want to live in their neighborhood. Like it's totally fucked up, but like it makes sense that I hear an Irish family doesn't want an Italian family in the 1950s at the house that, that they. Yeah, built exactly. Well, it was, it was more like it was more it's like probably up, like a waspy uh, the landlord. Yeah, the, yeah, whoever owned the. the well, well, it was a situation that was the developer of the entire. That's pretty wild. That like is wild. said, like yeah, yeah all these nuts. people. Let's not have them. At I'm all. curious of the context of the developer at that point. Uh, yeah, he could had to be better. waspy. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure but, it was some kind of like wasp shit. Yeah, but that was 70 years ago, and like in 2018, if sure. you think Italians are being oppressed because the Sopranos aren't on anymore, you're just not. <laughs> you're not right. Like three words: Sicilian travel ban. After it's after not happening, after dude. Godfather three, they were like. <laughs> the oppression's back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we need more TV time. And look, I can, I make fun of Italian people a lot because I grew around the, the goofy culture. And, you know, there's cool things about it. But There's it's, plenty of goofy shit. There's yeah, so awesome. much goofy it's shit. Like, like the goofy funny, shit dude. is Wait, the coolest shit. Hold on. This is the test. I guess for both of you. But, um, all right, so it's it's typically served with broccoli. Um, it's like a, a, a thicker pasta. It's It's like... It's something and broccoli. Cavatal. What is it, Joe? Gob. Gob. <laughs> what oh, is you no, say no, no, no. with a G? Fuck what is you. what is what is the way you I, say it? I don't know if I'm thinking of the right thing. Cavatal. Gabagol. <laughs> no, no, no. Gabagol. <laughs> it's called. All right, so it's called and it's spelled Cavatelli. Yes. Yeah, but my my entire fucking life. I called it Gavadil, and I had like never that's, seen that's it. Awesome. That's what I was going for. No, that's I'd what, never that's seen what I it meant. spelled. And then yeah. one day, my girlfriend was like, 
what? what I was like, say? I'm like pointing at it in a store. I'm like, oh, Gava Deal and bro- we should make Gava Deal and broccoli. And she's like, she's like, do you mean Cavatelli? And I'm like, no, Gava Deal. Wait, you say Gava Deal and broccoli? Yes, all you the time. You don't say broccoli Gava Deal or no. Cavatelli? No, broccoli Cavatelli. No. Oh, dude, fuck you. No, but here's the thing. So, so it's that, and then you, it's not manicotti. It's managot. Yeah, that managot. Yeah. So, so one one Thanksgiving, I decided to call my entire family out on their wacky bullshit Italian pronunciations of things. Yeah. And I asked them the same question. I'm like, oh, guys, what is it? I'm like, Aunt Jackie, what is it? It's it's called meh, blah 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 and broccoli. And she's like, oh, gavadil. I'm like, yeah, right, right, right. And I'm like, it's like a like a tube with like ricotta and uh, <laughs> and and mozzarella on top, and it's baked. And I'm like, what what is that? She's like, oh, a managat. I'm like, right, right, right. And the stuff that you put inside of it, stuff shells. And she's like, ragat. And I'm like, right, right, right. And uh, it's a it's a coffee drink that you get. It's got like foam on the top. She's like, cappuccino. I'm like, oh, you mean gabagine? <laughs> <laughs> like oh it's a it's a some kind of parlor pizza oh you mean pizza like i just called them out for all of the like bullshit yeah. things that they don't say with the yeah. like north italian accent that's the thing too there's so many dialects and everything breaks off in so many ways yeah and there's there's <laughs> there's reasons for all of this shit like if you if you study the language you sp- well if you spend more than fucking 2 minutes on google you can find out why Certain families and certain people say things like Gavadil and 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 Managat and Regat and all that shit. Like, there's a reason for it. Um, I don't know. I don't particularly care. I'm I just not, think it's yeah. funny. I'm, I'm not very cultured at all. But How do you say Zipadepesh? I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I've never heard of that. I I know I I like a good pasta vizul. Yeah, that's how I said that one. Uh, I've heard people say pasta vizul. I've heard people say pasta vizol, all within my own family. Yeah. Like, it, there, there's no fucking rhyme or reason half the yeah. time. I can't even eat most Italian food anymore, so I'm just like, oh, I hate all of this. Oh, that's stupid. right. You gotta, it all makes you me sick. fucked up stomach. Joey, why don't you want to eat it? What's wrong? I have, I have Crohn's. I can't eat it. Fuck do you want? Just kidding. Shout out to my grandma. Shout out, Gma. She's a homie. All right, let's talk about Cheech. Where you were wanting to talk about? Actually, I wanted to bring up uh, Stan Lee. You guys hear what happened? He's like I harassing his nurse. For oh, I was gonna say, if you tell me today. that Stanley died, I'm I'm gonna cry. No, but he's like 95, and like he was asking his nurse to fillet him. Really? Yeah. Wait, I didn't know. From I, got I was told on my a phone. couple things by a couple customers today about Stanley, and it from what I was told by my customers at the store. It was on akin to the George Bush esque kind of stuff was going on, but if you say Stanley asked a nurse to fillet him, that's kind of completely. That's what this page six article I don't even know says. Completely fucking. Marvel creator Stanley accused of sexual harassment. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, Jesus fuck. I mean, he asked for oral sex in the shower and to be pleasured in his bedroom. Oh. The quote is: "He doesn't seem to care what people think of him. He's yeah. lost his filter." There has been a stream of young nurses coming to his house in West Hollywood, and he has been sexually harassing them. He finds it funny. Horny old man syndrome. Oh. You know, no one ages with grace. 95? I'm not, I'm not making up excuses for it, but I'm like, you know. There is no hor- Horny old man. Yeah, no, he's still a piece like. of shit, by all means. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I didn't mean to bum you guys out. That's like a lot of people's hero, that guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like um, he's like one of the last. Uh, he was one of the last. He's one of the last people. Had, he's one of the last people from the golden age of yeah. comic books, for one thing. Sure. And he's and he's 
unfortunately now too like one of the last from the from the silver age like um and and it's like one of those it's one of those things that's like you know stanley dying is like is like joe strummer or joey ramone dying it's like like the father of a of a lot of more uh modern comics and and a lot of uh a lot of that stuff especially that that really sucks too because like he he was always seemed to be a a really progressive guy like with yeah. X-Men being a he sort of like an allegory for, for forever. Well, his wife also died recently. I didn't know that. Yeah, his his wife passed away oh my like God, I didn't know that. like last year. Cuz that was one of and Stanley's was... big things for years. Oh yeah, like he was like he was incredibly life. incredibly in love with his wife. Yeah. Like if you if you there's oh lots of interviews where it's like him and his wife and like it's just that thing where like you could really really tell like you know, these are two people who have been together since 1940 whatever the fuck yeah and i don't believe ever got divorced or like had anything happen and like which is not 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 that common (laughs) no and and are and are still like so fucking in love with each other yeah um that's sad it is and their their story's like pretty cool like like she was she was like married to to a guy and like you know basically like stanley like did like the whole it's like like a like an old movie like professed his love and like oh wow you know like kind of you know, like, like went, just went for it with her and like, it worked out. It worked out. And she said, yes. And like, they, you know, started a family. She and... passed away in July at 93 years old. They were married for 69 years. Yeah. All right. So this article might not Shabra, be. Shabra 69. All right. So meanwhile, a rep for the new nursing company working for Lee said he has been polite, kind and respectful to their staff. Now who knows? Right. But he obviously Lee denies and Mr. Lee categorically denies these false and despicable allegations. And he fully intends to fight to protect his stellar, good name and impeccable character. So who fucking knows, dude? He's ninety five. I never. I I don't know much about him besides that he created Marvel or whatever. So, you know, I, it's sad that it happened. He's old. If it did happen, yeah, I, I think it, it's also common in, a, in an old person's home. I think there's a lot of old creepy men. We should just put him down. But what? <laughs> well, as, but, dude, as soon as his wife died, I was like, that's it. He's done. Because yeah. like. Like when I know when it happened. when uh, June Carter died, like Johnny Cash died, pretty close after. Yeah, first he put out a video for Hurt, which is extremely sad. And yeah, they she was still alive when they had that video. Really? Yeah. yeah, she's in the fucking video. Oh fuck. Um, he recorded but, that. Yeah. Um, that song fucks me up, like his version of it. Oh yeah. And Trent yeah. Reznor to this day still says this is not. Oh, like that's his anymore. song. It's Johnny Cash's song. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah, that's, it, that's cool because it, it's and. Even when he play, I, when he plays it, like it, it's almost certain. I've seen him play it once or twice with certain of the inflections that Johnny Cash does it. So like, yeah, sometimes it's not his song. And then it came back as like a meme in 2016, and it was hyped. it was memed. Oh, dude, totally. I didn't know. It's it's like it's like the it's like the Simon and Garfunkel like, uh, "Hello Darkness, My Old Friend" thing. Like something like, you know. Bad happens, or like somebody's eating like a shit ton of pizza, and then it's like I hurt myself today. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, nothing is sacred anymore. No, no gods and nothing sacred. Yeah. Kind of going back to what you were saying before about like, I, I I just think that with the whole Stan Lee thing, without knowing the context of what happened, speaking not about that, but about a lot of things in general, we had the opportunity years decades ago to have a conversation on certain things about like for instance the war on drugs 
That never fucking happened, and fucking decades later, we're still fucking dealing with the same repercussions. I don't fucking fault anybody for not wanting to talk about any of that bullshit well, at all whatsoever. The conversation is always in retrospect after something happens, and you know? Yeah. It but sucks. that's the thing. It doesn't have to be. No, it doesn't. Right and, now, and the, we well, the, the defense, too, for somebody of Stanley's age is like, oh, he's from a different time. Like, no, that's, not even Stanley. That's, that's frequently the defense for something like that. And that that's... Just as yo descendants did, uh, I, I'm not a loser. Um, what do you change the fucking words to? Uh, you fucking. It's not a fucking to, disco. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They they when they play live now, they, instead of saying you fucking homo, they say it's not a disco. Sure. So um, to me, if but like it, that's like f- that's the only thing that you can do for a situation like that. Yeah. Is be like, all right, well, if we're gonna continue to play the song, then like. But that's being smart and looking back at it in hindsight. But sure. regardless, regardless of that, if we, I really do believe this, if we are not ready, if not now, but soon within the next few years to have a fucking conversation about mores, fucking deviances, and be able to look at ourselves in the fucking face and our friends in, our fuck, in their fucking face and tell them what our mores and what our fucking deviances are, like, I don't know if we can get through this one. Yeah. And that terrifies it is me a as fucked up society, year. man. And the fact that, like, we can't be honest with ourselves and our insecurities are parlaying this fucking vitriol against us. I want to, like, partially blame the media because, I mean... It's a lot of it. I mean, because sex is just ex- exploited and used to sell things and, like, you know, move things and invoke feelings, which, of course, it does. But, like... It's and then it's like taboo when you try to talk to it. But it's not a problem it. for sex to emote feelings. It's not at all a problem for that. I like, think people have a, a big cool problem talking about sex like fucking adults for one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a lot of people still talk about sex like they're fucking teenagers. Dude, hookup culture. Like, I I don't drink, so like obviously I'm gonna hate it. But like, I just see so many people, and it's like, what the? F- you're like forty. Like, what are you doing, like, dude? Why do you? you well, think it's I it's, fucking... it's like. Dude, like, whenever I go out to a fucking bar, that's ha- the majority of what I see half of the time. And like, it's disgusting, dude. My sister has a, a friend that's a grown man, and I, he was over the other day, and he's like, yeah, like, I'm talking to this girl, like, you know, I left her on red for three hours, so, but then, like, I don't you even know, know what that means. And then I hit her with an LOL, and it's like, yo, you're, like, older than me by, like, ten years. Like, what are you, f- like... It's just stupid, and I'm not. I'm not saying like. Well, that's what I mean. Like, we still talk about sex like we're in we're in high school. Yeah. And we don't talk about it like we talk about anything else. Like we we don't talk about it the same way that you talk about like fucking food, not fucking food. <laughs> I mean, like, yo, <laughs> no, absolutely, yeah, absolutely zero fetish shaming here. No kink shaming. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you're into, as long as it's safe, sane, and consensual, that's good with me. That's right. Wise but, words. Um, we had the talk in the van. But I mean, like. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but like, yeah, we don't talk about it the same way that we talk about literally anything else, and it's because it's like, yo, with like the bros, like, yo, got fucking laid last night, bro, like, woo, yeah, got fucking laid, yeah, and it's you know we can absolutely talk about all these things like fucking adults, yeah, and like, and we would all understand each other better, and frankly, I think have better sex, period, if we were talking about it, yeah, like adults, you don't, have, you don't have any barriers up, you you know. It, I don't know if it'll ever happen. No, probably not. Uh, I mean, uh, 
not for the majority and of people. I mean, people I can know. make the choice. I, I'd like to think positively about that, but I don't know. Hey, people can make the choice to like be more open and like set boundaries. I'm usually open in relationships, and like I don't drink, so like you know, I'm never like, oh yeah, it's we, not about uh, drinking. I know, and I closely associated with that because I, I've seen people rely. I don't blame you. Dude. I've seen people like, rely on alcohol just to sleep with someone or like hook up with someone. So that's like. You know that that's a shitty excuse. Cause I've gotten you've watched me get blackout drunk and be like, no, I I have I have seen you be very drunk. Not, and not, be the, like, not to be and like turn... holier than thou at all. No, 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 no. You're right. Yeah, like I have seen like, you do that. Alcohol is no fucking excuse. You're right. You're right. I I feel like it's it's kind of I'm treating it like one. It's not. You know, it, but, it's more but, about but, the people. Well, and the when way you when treat society it. treats it like an excuse, I can understand why you see it that way. Yeah, totally. Because it, 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 even in society and fucking media all the fucking time, it's 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 a bastardization of what sexuality is to people and what relationships are to people. And, like, fucking... Dude, it, like, fucks with good fucking people constantly. And, like, I see it constantly with people around me. That kind of shit keeps people that I really think are good people from getting into good relationships that I think they could possibly be in just because people don't expect certain things out of other people and and the reality is it's absolutely fucking ridiculous yeah but you know uh, it's it's going back to what we were kind of talking about before with hip-hop like what happens when a few people judge the culture and society for the zeitgeist at that point of it's different culturally contextually country to country but like north american culture i really don't believe that for instance canadian culture american culture and certain other parts close to certain places around here like in mexico are that different because from what i see it's it's really not culturally as media portrays it without trying there's a lot i do not at all Stand, but at least as far as media portrays it it's not that different and that's the biggest bummer is that societally different countries don't have a different appeal anymore as far as like not just what's cool but what's like active and what's like uh uh positively sexual you yeah. know for that for that accord i feel like germany is the place to be germany why yeah. germany uh, just like Shiza is like, <laughs> I mean, not like I knew exactly where you were going with that. <laughs> no, I just it just seems poop like videos. Yeah, are you into poop videos? No, I'm not. They make me gag. No, I like, think his, I think the time. idea is that like if you, is that I'm, like if the trust is strong enough where you can just drop a you know feces on on someone, then maybe it's like real real trust. That's to be real love. With you, I long for that trust. If I can find if I ever meet a woman one day that she trusts me pooping on her chest. Yeah. Then I know that I I've I would never I would never do that to someone because it would just be blood and pus and feces and hair <laughs> and hair and like is urine. there pus in it, dude? Yeah, we'll talk about it off the pot. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah, well, at times it depends. It depends when you catch me. If, oh my god! Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I know. I should I should go to a doctor. <laughs> yeah, yo, I went to the doctor today for like the first time in probably two years. Did you go to the thanks Obama? Yeah, yeah. Yo, I got that fucking Obamacare. Oh, it came through? Oh, good. fuck yeah, yeah. Dude. Good, dude. Like, yeah. the first day that I could get it, I signed up. Hell yeah. And it was, and like, but here's the thing. 
So I, I initially saw, I thought that I was on the right website and I put like my phone number and like some other information. Like I didn't put my social security number. I didn't even ask for it. Okay. I put like my phone number and like, you know, just some other basic information like my address and stuff into a, uh, into a website. Cause I thought it was the like Obamacare, the Obamacare site. Yeah. Did you go so, to insurance.com? Prop. I don't fucking know. It was some <laughs> bullshit, but like, but like, th- so like that thing that's like, Yo, it's actually not the easiest thing in the world to immediately find the correct websites. Like, no, pretty true, I think. Um, but so, like, I signed up for the wrong thing, and then I just got like fucking bombarded with calls, like, like at the fucking ass crack of eleven thirty in the morning when I'm still trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like decent people don't wake up till at least three thirty in the it, afternoon in the venue. And someone who works at at a venue in your life, yes. I'm I'm up I'm up too early, so I envy I envy that that sentence. And I, just I envy said. your situation of being like I wake up at eight thirty on a Saturday. Yeah, like, that's, that's fucked up to me. That's so like that unusual. Have, well, I don't but, remember the last time I've watched him wake up at eight thirty on a Saturday. Yeah, I'm, I'm up like. Well, 10, no, 11. I mean, yeah, like my night will end on a Saturday at fucking five thirty in the morning. Yeah, because you have to clean up after the shows, right? Yeah, and then I go hang out with with my friend Jim in the parking lot of the Wawa until like <laughs> seven thirty in the morning. <laughs> That's so just tight. watching people in Wawa and like shit talking everything. Dude, can yeah. I tell you though? Respect. I'm so fucking jealous of that lifestyle where like <laughs> yeah, I work at like nine to cool. five Monday through Friday, where I'm like, oh yeah, dude, if I can just fucking like do what like yeah, I want sometimes a job where I can fucking just chill with the motherfucker in the parking lot of Wawa to like yeah yo but but real quick so like I kept getting like all these fucking calls they're like oh you know like you know have you signed up for insurance yet whatever and you got to keep being like no please take me off your list or like you know uh, a good one I saw like the, the YouTube video where the guy like answers the phone and it's a telemarketer and he's like 911 what's your emergency <laughs> and they're like oh uh, uh I did that to a couple people and it works oh, that's spectacularly oh, I'm gonna do that but yeah. I found I found the thing that works. You want to know that that fucking pro strat? What? When you keep getting calls from insurance companies or or telemarketers and you don't want the calls anymore, you have to tell them that a jealous ex signed you up for all this shit. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Because then you're like, yo, somebody's harassing me and they don't want to be implicated in someone else's harassment. Yeah. So you're like, yo, my ex-girlfriend, my ex-boyfriend, like, signed me up for all this stuff so that I would get calls nonstop from you people. And I'd like to be taken off the list, please. A lot of the time the people are like, oh, oh, wow, I'm sorry. Because, like, they can kind of sympathize and be like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, I wouldn't want to get these calls either. Yeah, yeah. But if you tell them just, like, I have a credit card, like, don't don't call me anymore. Or, like, I don't want a credit card. They're just like, cool, so you're going to want a credit card next week? Yeah. How about tomorrow? Just leave me alone, please. Yo, give that shit a try. Yeah, that Real sounds talk. good. Dude, I'll get calls from numbers that are like a few digits off from mine, and then it's just, it'll be like... Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely With the like, same area code, that's yeah. a scam. Yeah, like the numbers are just shuffled around, and it's it's not... You call that number back, and it's like, this number doesn't exist. Like, yeah. It's just like, they're it's, masking their phone number. It's yeah, fun saw, sometimes man, to just like, fuck with them. I will, like, but then they they call more, I feel like. Yeah. So it's, it's messy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because if I was the person on the other line, I'd be like, cool, fuck you too. I'm going to sign you up for all the things that I can sign you up yeah, for. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But it sucks, though. I love prank phone calls. I hate telemarketers. We should do prank phone calls. Prank phone calls are fun. Yeah. We're going to bring back Jerky Boys. Yeah. I don't think it, it, did it leave? Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Well, you guys, yeah, you guys it left know. when I was in second grade. What's the uh, Longmont Potion Castle? You ever hear his shit? No. All right. This, guy, this guy hooks up his 
output to like a loop pedal and a delay pedal. I mix these fucking trippy prank phone calls where like he'll say something and it'll echo a million times and then he'll be like talking over himself and there's like staggered delay and like people are like, uh, sir, what's going on? And it's just like, it's really good. He's got a bunch of albums on YouTube. Longmont Potion Castle, check this shit out. It's how to ask for weed. <laughs> Yo, but go, going back to Josh's lifestyle and how I envy it, I feel like a, a 9 to 5 lifestyle or an 8 to 3.30, whatever, I feel like it's like making me soft. Like routine is like slowly grinding away at my will and That's my your spirit. Problem, I know. I know. It's your fucking problem. It's you gotta change your up. game up. I know. I'm really feeling Yeah, but think about this. this week. But think about this. Like, all right, it sounds it sounds sick because like, it's like it's Wednesday and I'm like, I go to sleep at 6.30 in the morning, and I wake up. Yeah, yeah. That's no, a- real talk. I fucking stay <laughs> up wild. all night just watching Jackie Chan movies and YouTube. That's not my problem. It, it, it kind of is because I've run out of every... Run <laughs> you out of ran Jackie out of Jackie movies. Chan movies. I still haven't watched The Foreigner. I'm, I think I'm going to watch The Foreigner tonight, maybe. I heard that one's good. I heard it's good. <laughs> yeah, it looked tight as shit. It's, yeah. fucking, it's fucking taken with Jackie Chan. Yeah. <laughs> Why would that not be sweet? Anyway, so it's like, you know, go to sleep at 6.30... And I wake up at like four yeah. in the afternoon, and if you're doing the math, yeah, that's more time than I ever needed to be sleeping. But sure. if I wake up early, I wake up at like eleven, and like I roll over, look at the clock, and I'm like, "Oh fuck that shit! It's eleven. <laughs> like I'm gonna go back to sleep." And then I go back to sleep, and I wake up at four in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, and my girlfriend doesn't get home till five, so I'm like, you know, whatever. It's not like she's it's not like she's missing me. Sure. You know, she's at work. Like, and I'm. What else would you sleeping. do? Yeah. What yeah. else would I be doing? I don't but know. You're, you're, doing something productive, like cleaning the house, learning a skill, reading a book, any of those things. You're like yeah. a puppy. No, you wake sucks. up all bright and bushy tail for when Duff gets home. No, oh. I don't. I wake up like total fucking <laughs> dog shit because it's four fucking thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, that would fuck and, me up. And I yeah, and I'm like, well, it's four thirty. I can't make coffee because I'm not gonna make coffee at four thirty in the afternoon. Why not? Yeah. Even though my day doesn't start till six, yeah. Um, but she comes home and I'm just like, Ugh. and she's had a fucking she entire a productive day of like working and being an active member of society, and I've been doing nothing <laughs> but masturbating on the couch and fucking sleeping. Yeah, it's a vicious you know? cycle. Yeah, yeah. But then, like the other side is like, oh, it's Thursday. I'm going into work at you know. Three thirty, and I'm gonna get out at you know two in the morning, and then it's Friday, and I'm gonna go in at you know seven, and I'm gonna get out at uh, you know three thirty, and then it's Saturday, I'm gonna go in at seven, and I'm gonna get out at fucking four thirty. Like, yeah, that's where my like work week is is like the weekend is on like the weekend. Well, the week like what's your schedule? It's like five days a week, or depending on the the schedule at the venue. It depends. It like changes every week, so it's like. Sometimes we might have something on like a random Monday or. or, or I was at like a disco thing recently. Liz played in like this disco. Band. I know, and I, I thought you were gonna be and there. And I fucking didn't work it because. I was bummed. Yeah. I mean, why would you, you know? Why'd you work the disco gig? Um, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was alright. It was fun. So, yeah, I I didn't realize that she was in it. If she was in it, I would have like I would have went hung out because I don't yeah, think yeah. I did anything that day. Oh uh, shit! But I saw her picture the next day, and I was like, oh fuck, Liz was there, and I I texted my friend Jim that like. Um, the sound also the guy that I hang out with at uh, and people watch at Wawa until 730 in the morning Um, I texted him I was like yo how was the trombone player for like the disco band and he was like good fine why I was like oh it was my friend I just want to make sure like you know you you weren't a fucking dick to her for no reason (laughs) or anything (laughs) like but um, I think that's another thing that's cool about your job is just you see you just deal with 
and this sucks for you, but you deal with like bullshit from bands, and that's just so funny and like trivial to me to be to know that like certain bands have like these takes and personalities that are just annoying and like it's just funny. Like what what's a good terrible story you have about someone? Uh, from from working at this place or working at Summer Stage or, or the, the lanes or the lanes? Yeah, fuck, I forgot you're there for so here, long. The, like, here, but like, so like working at the lanes versus like working and doing what I do now is like. I was just cooking food at the lanes. Yeah. And, like, any band comes up to me like, I don't give a fuck if you don't like me. I don't give a fuck if your agent doesn't like me. I'm the guy that's making your grilled cheese. Like, you don't give a shit about me. I don't give a shit about you. Sure. Um, But, like, now, like, working directly with people, it's, like, a, you know, kind of a different level of professionalism. And I give a shit. Yeah. And I actually, like, care because I'm providing a service directly to the band that's not just, like heating them up food sure um, yeah and you care about the venue too to an extent yeah absolutely yeah. oh yeah no i i love where i work i, I fucking I, I love that place it's, yeah it's great um i i would not have had the same opportunity if if i hadn't hadn't walked in the door you know what i mean like sure um but i don't know give me like what do you what, what do you mean exactly like what what's the most absurd shit you've or demand you've had uh, an artist coming through tell you i haven't had anything like crazy um when i worked at the lanes the only thing from the snack bar that jail by would eat is tater tots i'm the same way though so i feel like that's a lot <laughs> that's the only thing people. that he would eat and then we had to i mean and it's not like a, it's not like a oh my god that's crazy like you know he would he would only eat tater tots from from the snack bar um <laughs> that's fun trivia yeah uh well, because my, my uncle does, uh, like, Live Nation events. Yeah. You work He's with, probably work got with great fucking stories. He's <laughs> like, you know, th- yeah, that's, yeah. Like, that's, like, serious, like, rock star shit at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. But then I think it's funny when a band like the Souls or, like, the Menzingers go in, and they're, you know, just, like, regular nice dudes. Guys. yeah. Like, just regular, like, nice dudes well, the, without the whole... any kind of, like, rock star, like, mentality or bullshit about it. I them. feel like the rock star mentality has aged out. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't exist anymore unless, like... <laughs> Oh yeah, no, it does. No, no, that's. Very oh yeah, much it there. does. At least the bands I respect like aren't like that. Like, I mean, we we had a certain you don't deal band. with bands that you don't respect. Yeah, we had a certain <laughs> band play that was like, fucking like sixth string tier members of like, shitty eighties bands. Okay. And uh, but they were older. Oh yeah, it wasn't no, no. Like, I like, mean, like as far as like a current like a band that's thirty or younger in their thirties or younger. Yeah, but but anyway, so like. You know, we are, like, working at the show, and um, one of the members of the crew says to a member of, of our crew, who is a lady, says something to the effect of, like, hey, uh, I, I bet you got a lot of boyfriends around here, huh? And, like, laughs about it. And I'm up on a ladder, and I, like, take two steps off the ladder. I look at the dude, and I go, yeah, we're going to refrain from asking any of those kind of questions today. Thanks. And he's like, "What? Who? Who said that? Who said?" I was like, "I said that. Yeah. Is that good?" And he was like, "He was like, oh, no one has more respect for women than me. Like, you don't, you don't know who you're talking to." And I said, "I don't give a shit. I don't yeah. give a shit who you are. I don't give a shit who you worked for. I don't give a shit where you're from. All I give a shit is about that. That was unwarranted, and we're not going to do that today. Sure. Cool. And so he's he takes a fit and goes off and tells like their production manager all about the fucking situation and. You know, they come up to me later and they're and they're like, you know, uh, you know, nobody had like no one took any like offense to that. Like, you know, it, it didn't mean anything. 
and and the guy was like, you know, you know, you didn't have to go like run to your production manager and tell him like about you know what what happened. And I was like, I didn't run and tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody anything. Yeah. And he's like, oh, how did he find out? And I hear that uh, my production manager is coming around the corner, and I'm like, I don't know. Let's ask him. Hey, come on in here. And I get him to come in, and I'm like, hey, uh, did I tell you about the situation earlier? And he was like, no. And then he, the guy, so there, so the tours production manager is like, oh, well, you know, how'd you find out? And he's like, well, she told me. And I'm just kind of like, da 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 da. There you go. That's like, what you fucking get. Yeah. You know. What and then you he expect? and then he tries to like feed me some fucking bullshit about like, oh, you know, you don't get very far like working in this industry like being being like that. You know, he he's not like that. It's not like that. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, it's not like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Like. Yeah, 100%. So, so, like, that shit totally still exists and, like, so and is around. And you know what? It, it is, it is like, phasing out, I'd like to think. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't work with nearly as many women as I think I should be. Like, sure. Because I, I don't, I don't, it's not, you know, it's not like a, an industry that is, like, entirely, like, welcoming and, like, open. To that, because shit like that fucking happens, and yeah, like you gross. wind up getting looked at like the girl on the crew, and and you know nobody wants to be in that fucking position. I feel like there's something when men are doing grunt work that makes them more disgusting, and not that like grunt work as far as like being a roadie or like you know even like playing a band and going on the road, and not all men obviously, but like I feel like when you get a bunch of guys together like doing some somewhat physical labor thing they just like be shitty all of a sudden no, that's white collar or blue collar that shit happens everywhere that has nothing to do with physical labor that has nothing to do with being in a band that has nothing to do with fucking playing around in any of that crap that's just bullshit that happens with fucking women everywhere yeah oh and certainly that has nothing yeah. to do with being in a fucking band like not to not to try to digress too too much but like honestly like that's nothing different than fucking anything i see in any fucking industry yeah i mean i want to work with people it's shittier to us because like we deal with them we have a passion for it but that doesn't mean we shouldn't have a passion for it in any other industry which you two i have no problem saying like i i know neither of you have like i'm preaching to the fucking converted right now but like at the same time like it's that's everywhere yeah i I want to work with anybody who wants to be working yeah. Like, just plain and simple. Sure. You know? Wants to be there will be a positive force. Exactly. Yeah. Um, That's a lot of it. It's like a, a team, especially when you're running, like, a larger operation. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, like, people that are, like, looking out for each other just because we're, you know, working together. Like, we are the crew today. We are the team doing this thing that has to happen. Yeah. No matter fucking what. Um, it's wild. It's wild that that's not just the norm. Like, yeah, yeah. No, that's so that, the only so, reason why I said that is because like it it freaks me out that like every industry has to have the same conversation. I don't get it. I don't know why, but like we've not built no industry has built an inclusive fucking environment for fucking anybody. I like, like to think it's getting there, like like you're saying, not. but it, I mean it, it only takes. A few assholes to set set it back again. A few yeah, people I, I in mean, power. Teaching just... is a, is a good example of that. Like, you know, when you think of a teacher, you probably think of a woman. Like, if you think of a nurse, you probably think of a woman. Like, yeah, yeah. But I'm, there's I'm plenty like of one... male nurses. There's well, plenty I... of male. There's probably like four teachers. guy teachers at my school. Can I ask you a question? At that point, like, because at least for me, like when I was a kid, and for a lot of people I've known and I've had this conversation with, 
elementary school and when you're being like raised in that nurturing phase and even when like with my degree it's been told to me after I got it, like, yo, you're not wanted here. Like, 22-year-old yeah, dudes. And you, as a, 20, yeah, as a late 20-year-old dude, as, as a teacher, in elementary you may school. have dealt with this shit, too. But, like, it's part of the reason I didn't do this is because, like, it was told to me off the bat. This is maternal during, like, student teaching. I mean, this is... nah, it's not really. You can and, be and a, a role model for a kid. I mean, I think as a cl- I'm a specialist teacher, so I see a kid for 40 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. I To have it see a kid for the whole day for seven hours, I'd have to be on top of my shit more, but I could still do it as a man. But I'm one of maybe four, maybe five guys in my school and the rest like 40 to 50 women. My principal at the last faculty on the head. My principal at the last faculty meeting made a joke like all men are pigs. And everyone was like, Woo! <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of a, a bad example for I guess what yeah. I was what I was trying to say were because it's like that's men breaking into a, a predominantly female dominated field and, and you don't and I'm like trying to think of, of things worth the opposite where, way. Like yeah. like what I do where there's not a ton of Yo, even like doing this women. podcast and like trying to find what I'm actively I have a list on my like in Google Drive and not to like sound lame, but like I'm trying to make sure that it's inclusive and like I talk to all different kinds of people and shit. And it's like I'm already like fucking scrambling to like make sure I can see at least one female every like, you know, three or four weeks. Like, you know, and I don't want to try too hard to be inclusive because I feel like that. Should. Can, I, I, I want to, but I want to do it the right way. Like, I, I understand. I don't necessarily saying. agree. You with don't want to be token. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't want it to be like, oh well, here we are, Lottie Dodd, me and this person, and look, I'm check that off a little. Like, I'm just like, but that's not your fucking problem. That's society's fucking problem. To view it as that, you mean? No, that's that's not your problem because you did not foster personally any fucking culture yourself other than the one you're forging right now. Sure. This is not like, and I don't, I don't like the culture of people feeling bad over all this shit. Yeah, because it's really. I, mean, I see a lot of people that are working their fucking ass off right now to make things more inclusive that are kind of getting more, not more, but stressed out that it cannot be the way they want it to. Like, look, we were just joking around about the fucking Hub City show. It's not going to be the way we want it to right now. But as long as we, as we stay positive and have that PMA in us, dude, and just keep pushing forward, that's the only way it's going to fucking happen. Yeah. You know, so even sometimes me having that conversation of like, oh, I don't understand. It's just like, dude, motherfucking you do understand. Not you, not you. But like, come on, dude. The writing is on the fucking walls. Why the fuck can't you just accept it? And then once you accept it, you can push forward positively for towards that yeah if you're listening to this and you want to be a guest on the podcast get in touch because I wanna, i'm not a good guest at i want to no yeah i'll have whoever <laughs> on dude i don't i don't mind having anyone i'll talk to whoever you know even if we don't agree about shit i think it's just silly that like people are not removed or in doubt but i i think it's so crazy to me that people are still shocked or surprised at any of it and the more shocked and surprised we are, that stops us from actually putting our best foot forward and being cool with each other and just having the conversation. Like, if you have a fucking point of view, don't just fucking yell at people or, like, don't be afraid yeah. well, to that's fucking a, that's say a, it. Try the to internet, change a motherfucker's mind. The internet is just tricky with that because it's just points against points. And the way social media puts it, it's like, literally, you can vote for which answer you like more and it just kind of creates sides and polarizes shit. 
and it just I feel like it makes it a more hostile environment a lot of times. I don't know, because both of you are fucking right at absolutely fucking everything you said, but I can't sit here and not say I'm not frustrated by hearing all of it. Yeah, that's just the way it is. Josh, can we talk about the set you did at In the West <laughs> with your satire punk band? What? I don't, I don't remember what it was called. What's What's the band you played in with? Did you um, Super Dad with that dude Fish? Oh, Weird Fantasy Band. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why do you think it's satire? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Not Dude, musically. in in the age of like hard times in the onion, everyone's like satire. Like it's it's you know it's, it's a cool. good thing. Like this is the first time someone used that as what I feel is a is an insult. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what was that fucking satire joke? I'm pretty sure that you guys fucking meant everything about. <laughs> Fucking weird fantasy band. Wow. Oh, dude, y'all. it was so good. I was just, it was just a, f- a very funny set, and I remember you like mocking things about you know certain parts of like PC culture, but in a lighthearted way that was just like really funny and good. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't remember either too much. You mean politics? Should we start talking about politics? Are you sure politics? it wasn't a super dad? Was set? that politics? No, I don't think. So. <laughs> And then you almost took, you were pretending to take your dick out for like 10 minutes. You and your singer, you were like wrestling your pants. Oh, no, no, no. I was not trying to take my dick out. <laughs> he frequently <laughs> thinks that it's a good idea to shove his guitar down my pants. Oh, I was okay. not trying to take. Well, no, I you I didn't. wasn't trying to take my dick out. I was definitely trying to like not have him shove his guitar down my pants, then rip the third pair of pants <laughs> from that he did. Yo, I had a fucking, I had such a good Death Row Records t-shirt that he destroyed at a fucking show on my birthday. Oh shit! On my fucking birthday. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking. And up. I and I now it's like a, it's a fucking like midriff shirt. Well, it looks like present. I bought it at Forever Twenty One. Yeah, nice. That's the point. Does that I don't have a good fucking midriff though. I like your work abs. on it, dude. That's what you like, do. Yo, in the two, yo, two K eighteen. I'm I'm trying to like get off that soda game. It, it'll know? make a big like, difference. I'm like, you know, like word up to all my jugglers out there, like drinking that Fago whoop whoop, but um. You know, I'm trying to get off that shit. I'm on like that diet Fago. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, do they I make diet Fago? They have to make diet Fago light. Yeah, they got. There's gonna be something. Is that not wicked enough? Is it not wicked enough to use like Splenda to sweeten your Fago? <laughs> like the Dark Carnival I've... came to town and did not have a diet regiment. Yeah, and I don't think they they have a diet regiment at all, dude. I think it's just corn dogs and Fago. Dude, I support both those things. Monster energy. I'm so about both of those things. <laughs> are Are you still playing with that band though? Yeah, we we played the um, we played that Erg show. No at, shit at House of Independence. Yeah, really? Hmm? Oh, cool. Yeah, because that band is is. It's like some old heads that were. like... It's basically that band Hunchback. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. how people have to use that that real quick. That that like, <laughs> uh, you know you know that guy Kevin. You know like that band, and then you like say a thing that's obviously like a band name. Like, yeah. why do we do that? Why is that necessary? Like, like you know so. that band, the Beatles. Uh, yeah, yeah, Like yeah. that prefix of like that so guy. You're, that so you're band. in post hunchback. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> at any rate, uh, I think it's like a buffer just in case the person doesn't know the band. That way, you don't sound like a snob. I, I guess. But th- but that fucking like prefix makes you sound like <laughs> such a dick. There's no good way to talk about <laughs> music. <laughs> no, there never is. But yeah, yeah. anyway, um, the band that's after so it's the not fucking... satire. Anyway, no, the it's band not. That you're it's in. not. <laughs> It's not satire. It's okay. just, it's like, 
I, don't I, I bought I don't... fireworks. You, I went to your merch table after the set and I bought fireworks. Oh, yeah, we I sell gave fireworks. you $5 and I bought a handful of fireworks. And the next day we put them in bananas and eggs. Is that and let them the on where a you scale? got the fucking fireworks from? <laughs> we yeah, sell them on a sliding scale. Nice. Yeah, it was tight. Yeah. We used to just have a, like. A one T-shirt design and fireworks. He comes home. <laughs> and that was the, the next, merch table. Yo, he comes home and like fucking the next day he's like, yo, I got a bunch of firecrackers that I made. He's let's put them in eggs. I'm not joking. That's literally how it went. It so we walk across the street and we put a bunch of firecrackers. Legal in eggs in New and Jersey now. Them up. I did not fire. know they that are they legal? came from that. I'm yeah, yeah, happy. ground yeah. fireworks. I saw only. a bunch for sale on CVS. And it's not like, yeah, anything. Cool. No, I don't think it's like not anything that like shoots up. Like no like mortars. Or okay. You can't get mortars, but you can get like the shit that like fires and sparks up. Yeah, you can get you like can get all that a, stuff. you can get like a hundred dollar pack at Walmart at this. Yeah, point. you can get like, a Target. They have a big display in the middle of Target. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that band is like uh, Hunchback, more okay. or less. Like it's it's Craig, it's Hunchback Craig and and Mike Hunchback. Um. That were in Hunchback, and, and, then, and they played with the Ergs a bunch. Like, yeah, yeah, they uh, were like their their like sister band. Yeah, um, but uh, and then it's Fish who used to uh, live at a house called the Parlor. Yeah, um, I've heard of PA from that guy once. Yeah. He was also in Slaw and the Fun Ghouls, um, and Jackie Sully, who was in, I think she was in Tin Kitchen and like a bunch of other like New Brunswick. Bands and like stuff. New Brunswick 07 ish. Yeah, but like the idea of Weird Fantasy Band was that it was always Mike Hunchback. It was Mike Hunchback and the Weird Fantasy Band. And so then it was just like whoever he got to be in the band. So like Mike Erg was in the band, Joe Erg was in the band, Kate Eldridge from Cheeky and Big Eyes. Yeah. Cheeky circa 2007, not the band Cheeky from today. Yeah, yeah. Um, they still play? No, no, there's a new band. Oh, there's called a new band on Cheeky. Cheeky. Okay. Um, Cheeky hasn't existed since like 2010. Yeah, or nine. there's so. a new Cheeky. Yeah, yeah but cool. she's um she's in a band called Big Eyes. She was in the band. Um, so this the, dude CJ. That the idea was like rotating lineup or yeah, it was like a revolving door, and then I think that got like too annoying and hectic, so we kind of like set like a a group of people that involves me and Craig and and Fish and Jackie. Cool. Yeah. So you're doing that and school drugs now. Yeah, but that that band plays like every once in a while. We don't really do a whole lot. Fantasy band. Yeah, Gary was in the band too. Oh, cool. Gary was in the band for a period of time. Yeah, the time I saw you guys play, uh, that dude Gary's band. Yeah, Dasher played that. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah. They were cool too. Yeah. Nice. Um, School Drugs just released a new EP, right? Yes. We'll get the plugs in. Recorded 100 percent on Garage Band. It's true. Uh, worth worth checking out, I'd say. And we're we're gonna see you guys go see you guys in Asbury. Where are you playing at the brewery? Playing Asbury Park Brewery. 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 Yeah. Brewery. And you're playing with the unseen. Uh, <gasps> working on it. Okay. Okay. Working on it. No spoilers. That's pretty tight. Big gigs. Yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Cheech, what were you saying before? I don't know. <laughs> Let's wrap it. That's time. I think we yeah we're good. We got an hour fifteen. All right. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Yo, tight. Yeah, thanks, Cheech. I'll, I'll see you in the kitchen. I'll see you downstairs. L- listen to School Drugs. Go say hey to Josh at the House of Independence. Or don't. It's totally your uh, your life. Living yeah. how you want to yeah, live it. Yeah, that's true. And plus, he's, like, working, so maybe, like, you shouldn't bother him, you know? I mean, define working, but... I'm <laughs> pressing button. <laughs> Making cool lights happen. I do what I can. Nice. All right, thanks.